The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Blackened Studios, Oklahoma City's finest podcasting production facility. You can contact us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Blackened Studios or send your emails to podcast at blackenedstudios.com. A Night with Ralph Ellison. Come join us at the Oklahoma History Center, February 25th, 2017, at 6 p.m. for a night of music, literature, and dance. Get your tickets at ralphellisonfoundation.org. Become a sponsor and support the great work of the Ralph Ellison Foundation. Three, two, one... And we're back, folks. This is Elijah Bailey. And this is Richard Taplin. Yes, and we're here. We are the finest chocolates around. Every woman. I'm more of a... Um, <sighs> Come on, dude. I'm You're more brown. You are darker than me. is fucking brown. You are darker than me. Barely. And there's nothing wrong with that, though. There's no, don't, wrong with don't that. Like, fucking I do don't this. I don't care for light skins. <laughs> <laughs> As you heard last show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is light skinned. Yes, she is. The motherfucker. Hey, my, so is you my talking wife. about my goddamn my baby girl? My wife is light yeah, skinned too. So, <laughs> folks, now you're you you know the secret. We love the light skinned women, <laughs> and we both wear glasses and a lot of black. Yes, and, and we both have, got braids. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, I got two. You got two. Yeah, you got I, two. I, I, you still got the braids rocking. Yeah, I got, I got nice. Two. Bam. Boom. Bam. I, I don't think people saw that in the last picture I took. I don't think anybody's ever seen my braids. Ooh, nice. Except for me. Yeah. Because I'm the braid king. Yes. So, uh, yeah, but, I had to get approval from <laughs> you. Approval from me to go ahead and do yeah, it, to, to rock start, the braids. Yeah. Uh, but this is the Elijah Bailey Show. Today we got some fun, fascinating, interesting shit. And plus we're going to talk about uh, Dragon Ball Super. So there's going to be some spoilers here at the beginning of the show. because Splash, splash. We <laughs> spoilers don't make fucking splash sound. How do you know? Because I don't how, know. how do you know? I don't know. Okay. okay. Splash, splash. Okay. Thank you. Uh, but we got some stuff that we want to talk about today, and we are addressing it all right now on The Elijah Bailey Show. All right, Richard, I'm back. Dude, I'm excited. Back. You're excited? <laughs> That's, yeah, I like that. I like that. Sorry. It's like what Stone did earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Don't 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 compare me. To okay, that. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Can, can I just vent yes. some stuff off yeah, real quick? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, for one, I want to give a huge shout out to Turn on the Game Podcast. It's a new sports yes. podcast uh, from Blackened Studios, of course. And uh, four guys in here talking about everything sport related, primarily football and basketball. But they're going to hit you on everything locally and nationally. And they recorded their Super Bowl episode. Yes, which is really good. Man, it's funny as hell, dude. Man, you got to listen to it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. As soon as you sent it in a text, I was like, got to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're four good guys. Uh, the show is funny. They had me laugh through the whole time. And uh, and their goal is to their their goal is to make because I think there's a few podcasts out there that are trying to. make make me laugh, make me break my professionalism on show and laugh so hard to where it's picking up on a mic. Now, yeah. I don't think I'm going to just be like, ha, 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 but if someone's really trying, they may get me like to just super yeah, like loud or something like that. So, but uh, check them out. It's Turn On The Game on Facebook and Instagram. It's Turn On underscore game on Twitter and just search Turn On The Game on all your other podcasting stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, dude, I find like no, I'm also a guy who don't, I don't, I don't shop for clothes. Yeah, neither do I. I, I, I. It stresses me out. 
it stresses you. Out, it does. Right? It does. Just like I back in, in the day when Blockbuster years used to be around. Yeah. I love going to Blockbuster, but as an adult now, I realize that it stressed me out back then. Trying to make a decision, dude. Like what you could afford, dude. <laughs> well, honestly, it was just a decision. Like I knew I had like one game or two game rentals I I, I could do, and there's so many different games. Like I will walk down the aisles so many times over and oh, yeah. over and over again. Yeah. That's what I do. Like, my wife hates, like, looking for anything with me because she's like, can we go now? Because whether it's books, manga, anything. So I just never go anywhere. Yeah, that's pretty much how I am, too. But oh, video games are the worst, dude. Video games are the worst. Shoes for me is really hard because I, I never purchase my own shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I normally either just uh, wear my older brother's shoes or uh, you know Jack Poncho's shoes. That's a good um, way to do it. Yeah, I, I did that for the longest. Uh, my first purchase of shoes, I bought some cowboy boots. Uh, you remember the ones I would have for my wedding? Yeah. Um, and then I, I started Steve buying Austin's some yeah. mud hole stomping <laughs> boots. Uh, I started buying some Vans because those are pretty easy to buy. Yeah, you just slip them on. You just slip them on. But I finally brought me some LeBrons. Okay. And okay, stepping up. Yeah, 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 yeah man. And uh, I actually brought me uh, two pair of them. Well, wait a second. What size shoe do you wear, though? That's another thing. I wear, like... 13 and a half, 14. Okay, so you're almost up in my range. And it's hard to it's get hard to shop for us. That yeah. sucks. Like, I went to the mall with the Coven uh, Bowler, shot to him this past weekend, and went to Man's Warehouse. He won, He had a coupon to buy some you know, fancy lawyer shoes. You know how mm, lawyers yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, you know. Like they gotta, yeah, they got to get the wingtips with the good. little lace on the shoes and everything. But, looking like a Rob Lowe ass. Yeah. yeah. But they also have some uh, Kenneth Coles that look like kind of like Van style. Okay. But they were like dressy. Yeah. Tiny shoes. So I was yeah. like, man, I wouldn't mind getting a pair of these. And of course, you know, the highest yeah. they shoe, they size they fit up there was it's like 11. 11. Yeah. yeah. It's always fucking 11. Yeah. Always 11. Like yeah. 7 11. They don't ever do that. I don't them. get it. Well, you can go online. Well, then why the fuck did I come all the way up here? I called up here and you guys told me. But I just got an email saying that my um, – like I said, I ordered two pairs of LeBron shoes. Yeah. Uh, the first, and one, I, one reason I ordered this is because I got huge gift, uh, gift cards from um, my, my job from mm-hmm. Nike. But one of them is coming in Tuesday. They're just a generic nice. pair. And this one is a custom uh, Nike ID I just made. Okay. And they just started working on it. And I, I want to get your opinion on it. Go ahead and slide. Dude, those look yeah, nice as hell, dude. A little bit you. of red in there. Yes, yeah, just, just a sparkle. Ah, just a sparkle. And I like the reverse check mark. Yeah. The, the Nike swoosh is reverse than dude. how it is on normal shows. And you know what? We're going to put this on Patreon for our, our Patreon members yes. to see what shoes Richard finally bought. That was over a hundred dollars. Hundred and eighty. But like I said, I, I get a bunch of gift cards. Yeah. So I think I paid shipping and. Probably fifty bucks. Okay. Yeah. That ain't bad. And the shipping's for both pair. Yeah, you gotta send me those pictures so we can put them up on Patreon because yes. those are nice. Thank you, sir. Those are real nice. Dude, my, my dragon upgraded in this game. He was totally beat. Is that up. the same game you were playing? Yeah. He's no what longer a juvenile no more. He's my dragon's like a level twenty adult. A vicious adult. Are you the Khaleesi? No, I actually just it's funny too. Uh I, I left a clan. Yeah. Or I left the the alliance that I actually started with this other guy. And I became a lone wolf. Uh, and <laughs> just I was, did your own shit? Yeah, I was just doing my own shit. I, I literally just pulled up on other villages or other clans that were lower ranked than me and just murked them. And then I became pretty powerful, I guess, as a lone wolf. So now I started having like all these other high clans. Do you want to yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I joined this one called RKO and uh, it's, it's, <laughs> or RKQ, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought I was about to say Randy yeah. Orton. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's actually a pretty good group. They're they're very active in the game, uh, help each other out. They're huge. 
And I'm just a low rank in here, but I'm fine with that. No responsibilities. So what else is going on? I mean, we what we were talking about before mm-hmm. was uh, when Stone was here as DBZ. Now, Stone's argument. Which he always has to argue with you on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Was or dragging, that, dragging anything, anything dealing with Goku, he has to argue with you. On. <laughs> was that Goku? Well, what was it for? It was Goku wasn't a bad dad. Now I agree with that statement Goku's to a degree. A shit dad to man. a degree, to a degree. Without without any of the facts that he got tricked into marriage and everything else, the fact that he is the only person because who else is? It's either Goku fights or either everybody that doesn't dies. make him a good dad. To save his family? That doesn't make him good dad. Because his very first fight as a parent was to get Gohan back. He's doing that because he loves the thrill. Before that, his very first fight. Even Raditz, he he literally fought Raditz because I think he loved the thrill of it. That was a different Goku than what we have now. I don't, I, think I, don't, he, I don't think he realized how strong that thrill love is, but he did that no. for the thrill. For Dragon Ball Super, when he kept when he went against Beerus, knowing Beerus can kill him to have this tournament, he did that for the he thrill. He did it for the thrill. But Raditz, he told him to get away, and he tried to keep Gohan back, and he didn't want to fight. He was coming to hang out with his friends. Okay, and you then know go what? Home. Let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Give me only three. At first, I was thinking about okay. five. Only three. Good dad, not Superman. No, no, no. Good no, no, three no. dad things Goku's done. That he's done? That he's done. And you don't want to use the sacrifice his life to save Gohan. Uh, you know, it, that, I'll, that's I'll the one, that's you, the one I'm talking about in the beginning. Rattus one, if you want to use the Raditz one, let's go ahead and play the Raditz yeah, one. Yeah, because I, I think cause that was the only time where Oh, he, yeah, and FYI, giving your son a sensu bean does not count. So continue. No, we already talked about that. I didn't agree with that because there's no reason to. There's no reason to fucking transport Cell and die with Cell. Well, I was, I was talking about when he uh, got to Namek and he gave Krillin and Gohan a sense of being. Oh, yeah. He gave everybody a sense yeah, of being. So yeah, so that don't yeah. count. No, he, no, no. He, no, he, no, he, he, he gives everybody a sense of being. When, when Vegeta and Nappa came, he gave him a sense of being. <laughs> yeah. So but I think, I think um, the first so one. We got the first one when he yeah, saved Yeah, when he Gohan. saved Nappa. The beginning of this last episode. You mean spoilers. Gohan with Raditz. Yeah, Gohan okay. and Raditz. The beginning of this episode, the first part. I said Goku was a good dad because he went and sold the vegetables. But after that, out the fucking window. How was he a good dad? The one deal that I didn't understand is they already have all this money from Hercule, right? From Mr. Supposedly, Satan. yeah. So but there's no reason for him it. to work. So he's still working. There's been two times after that he's still working those fields, but he went and sold the money to give to Chi-Chi. Like, he's still, like, towards the end of it said to go and train. But, I mean, if they're a millionaire, it doesn't make any sense. Like, there's holes in the continuity. Yeah, there, there but is him doing something outside of his... What he used to do was just go get food and then go train. So he's actually doing this not for himself. That's the, that's the second thing. The third thing that Goku's done for the time that he's been alive is fucking... No, he fucking killed them. No, I want, I want to hear what you were about to say. Though. I was going to say that he tried to to save Gohan and them when, against Boo, but then he prioritized getting Hercule because he thought he had enough time. But they died. Yeah, they did. Uh, ugly um, death. <laughs> They got eight, didn't they? No, he blew yeah. up the fucking planet like they were dead. Oh, that's that's right. They were yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, did yeah. get eaten, but they were gone. Uh, what has he done? All you need is one more. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to, like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to no, no, no. debate, debate. but like Because he hasn't, like, technically in the story for Dragon Ball Z, he hasn't been around long enough. You know, I don't even I mean, know how even the fuck he Gohan, got Chi-Chi pregnant. Gohan's grown up. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know when he Go- got. He left Gohan. He was dead from, for a cool minute. A year after Raditz. Then he had to join them on Namek. He was gone for, what, two years after the Namek deal? So Gohan is uh, 11 now, 12 now. 
And then he died after that and didn't come back until Gohan was 18. So he hasn't really been around enough to do anything. The only thing that I think is a redeeming quality is he spends time with Pan now that Gohan's an adult. Gohan, Goten is always at home studying with Chi-Chi, so he never gets to see him. But it's always because Goku's out and about. So I only got two mm. for the time that he's been alive. Even with this deal with like saving everybody at Bulma's party— Again, he has to save the world. Everybody dies. You know, they, he was notified yeah, by and, and, King Kai. Yeah, so. and that, and I mean, and even when Black Goku came or Future Trunks came in Super, and how Goku stepped up to the plate. Yeah, he got pissed off. I don't. I don't Chi-Chi see that. I well, he eventually got. Well, I'm not talking about him before. That. I'm talking about like okay. right when he first saw Black. Yeah. Um, I don't even count Goku being a savior of the world as him being a good dad. Why? If there's nobody else to do it, then everybody dies. I, 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 don't, I don't see, because Goku still has died plenty well, of times, so there's no guarantee that Goku is going to survive and kill this bad guy. Yeah, that is true. There isn't. Goku's died more than almost anybody in the Dragon Ball Z universe. Yeah, no, he so has. So with got the him most knowing that he can go out there, take an L, and be gone for X amount of years of his children alive, that's not a good dad. But I think the whole deal is it's a last resort. Like with him and Piccolo, Piccolo... Only had one attack that he had to make sure that the person was still for, otherwise he would miss because Raditz was stronger than both of them faster. So Goku, if Goku wasn't so, there, so Goku can now on, on the Raditz one, I'll, I'll give yeah, you that. Yeah, I mean one. that's the yeah. first one. Yeah, like, I'll give the, you that. The Cell one that we talked about, that was stupid. He could have instant transmission back after he left Cell in the void of space because. The deal that I asked, like all these uh, Kamehamehas and stuff, they shoot off of the world like they're big ass beams. You know that has to destroy like three or four of the planets. Oh yeah, they, it goes and fucks world. Yeah. So. <laughs> and that's the only reason why I think that's the only reason why Beerus could stay asleep for so long and not notice them getting stronger. But he could have did that. He could have put Cell in the void of space, let him blow up, and came back to Earth. Perfectly fine. He didn't have to stay at King's Kai place. He didn't have to fucking kill King Kai and Bubbles and Gregory. That's fucked up. Yep, drop them all. Goku's a fucked up dude, yeah, man. man. It's just some, it's, it's like, some real shit. And you know what? For the listeners out there, <laughs> you know, uh, we're going to, th- I think I've, I've seen someone do it before, but I want to redo it for the Lodge Belly show. Yeah. Uh, for our, all our Patreon followers, we're going to have a poll on there. And we're going to have me and Elijah both are going to nominate three dads each. Okay. And we're going to see who's the best dad out there. And by default, Goku's going to be on there. Yeah, yeah, because that's the conversation. But I think the argument that Stone was making earlier, most of that stuff wasn't valid about him being a good dad. I know the deal that I say is Goku is a good-natured person that loves everybody. Yeah, he's definitely a good-natured person. He's not about to go kill complete innocent people, but he's still a Saiyan. Yeah, I think his Saiyan blood does boil for for battle, but I think that him being him, and pride a little bit not as not as much as Vegeta. Like now in these later episodes, you you don't never hear him say "I'm a Saiyan from Earth." It's like it's because I'm a Saiyan, or you know, it's yeah, just a Saiyan. Yeah, he just he's just he's no longer just a Saiyan. From yeah. Earth. He, he's he's a Saiyan, and from what I heard, you know, I'm I'm friends with everybody, like all the gods, and I'm yeah. I'm a friend with the God because of my because I'm that raw. Yeah, dude, when he threw that in Beerus' face, I was like, you motherfucker, dude. If I was Beerus, he'd already been dead. But somebody would have wished him back, so. Yep. <laughs> and he would have came back stronger. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I mean, for him to stay married to Chi-Chi when he didn't know what any of that stuff was. He, he stayed married of, just because of the fact that he's too late. He he enjoys the, the leisure of being married. There's going to be a, a, a cook meal there. There's going to be a place where he can lay his head down. Yeah. And Chi Chi is a good mom to where in fact he ain't gotta be a good dad. Chi Chi's Chi Chi's a she's, she's, she's strict. Right. Yeah. She's strict, but she's a good mom. Like she Goten loses. gets fed. 
I'm pretty sure if they need to teach you to wash pan, she will wash pan. Yeah, the she house does, stays she clean. Yeah, I she, think she does. A I good think job. she loses it for this world that we're in. Because I mean, if this was any other world where it was just like day to day living, where Goku could get a normal job and he he wasn't having to fight, or if they didn't need, because I mean, she trained Goten for a purpose, maybe mm-hmm. because he looked like Goku, but for a purpose to fight if they needed. They've been in a a technical time of peace with like villains on the side that haven't even made it to Earth. But I think, like, when the shit hits the fan, she loses sight of, like, Gohan needs to do this. At the point in time, Gohan, for Cell, yes, he was stronger than everybody else there. He's stronger than Goku, which he Goku and, and was stronger than Vegeta and Trunks. But he wasn't a warrior because Goku had been dead so long. Mm-hmm. So on that deal, like, Goku giving Cell a Senzu being and just putting Gohan out there, that was a bad call. He should have worked. Those extra days they had, he should have went back to the hyperbolic time chamber and tried to bring out... That like ability. a good dad, like Vegeta did with his son. With who? Trunks. Kid Trunks? Kid Trunks, Future Trunks. Future Trunks. And Second Future Trunks. What did he do with no, Second fought. Future Trunks? He was a dad on that one. Like First Future Trunks, when? He, he, you don't remember they were in a hyperbolic time But he chamber. ignored them the whole time. He, got, he came out stronger. Dude, he didn't teach him. I'm just him, saying, we don't like, we don't Goku, know that. He learned. Okay, okay. Future Trunks learned when Future some of Trunks, Vegeta moves. He came back out throwing Final Flash. Someone had to teach him that. No, because a trait of a Saiyan is they can pick up, they can adapt and pick up stuff. Because his daddy was in there. He, he was he spending quality time. Oh, I'm just keeping on, it real, dude. man. I'm no, just I don't it think real. he did because he was. I think when Vegeta started to be a dad was Kid Trunks letting him come in and train with him, and then Future Trunks the second time. When they actually fought, and you know, he tried to trick him and do the Ultra Saiyan and slim back down. You're right. You're right. I mean, his his, his folly skills is different. Okay, I'll, has, I'll has progressed, but he was a better father to a lot of what Goku's been doing when even the first Future Trunks came. Yeah, that is because true. think about it, Vegeta's personality. He would have walked into there by himself. Yeah. Period. He wouldn't have let nobody, maybe Goku. I think it's because his, his, his pride, not in being a father, but pride, he likes to brag. Like, <laughs> this is this is the next Prince of Saiyans, and the, my son Trunks can take you. He's just as strong as me. You know how he's bragging and boasting. But again, Goku never had a father, like his actual dad. He had Grandpa Gohan, which he kept learning that he ended up, Grandpa he Gohan found him, him, and he killed him. Then he had Master Roshi as a mentor, who's a perv. And other than that, I mean, he didn't spend no time with Ox King. So I think some of that has a play into it, but no, yeah, I, no, I, no, I think you're right. I don't know if Vegeta, like Vegeta, is. I mean, especially this episode, dude. Vegeta's oh, yeah, like Vegeta's just, father of the yeah, year, Vegeta's dude. He's got the father of the year. He's father of the I year. Mean, but that first one, I just thought it was because he wanted people to, say, you know, the the and legacy. Goku literally just was just like, but you're not having a kid. But the same thing we said too. Who? Weiss. Weiss is came, a sucky ass dad too. He's an probably. angel. He's a sucky ass angel. He is an angel. He is good in virtue no. and has the betterment of what. No. His deal is different. He has the betterment of all the universe. His universe in mind. So, no, we No one truly knows what 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 Weez wants to do in life. And he's a servant. He's an angel. What we do know is that Weez would not make a good dad, dude. His dad is a good dad. His dad his, is a well. Good his dad. dad sent all of his children out to be angels for God's destruction to watch over him. So apparently, they have to have a. They have. They're supposed to have an inherent good nature. They're supposed to. But the other deal is, we'll see I how think, that goes with this. Uh, this yeah, with this tournament, yeah. I think I think the high priest is uh, on the DL. Man, he's 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 storing something up. I think he's planning something because really? everybody else, Weiss and Beerus are are scared enough of Zenos and the tournament 
that I think that is another deal why Weiss is like, you're, you know, Bulma's having the baby, not you. We need you because this motherfucker's no, so naive. I, 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 didn't think, I didn't even think Weiss, all Weiss was thinking about was just like, oh, you're acting really weird, Vegeta. Like, you're not having the baby. Just come with us. But because I, he asked them if they both wanted to train for it. I think Beerus understands how uh, Zeno just yeah. can easily kill whatever, yeah, I mean, even more lax than how Beerus just kills shit. Yeah, like, Beerus has to have a reason, or he, he gets, yeah. and he has he has um fucking Weiss to level him out. Exactly. Where the high priest, he high priest doesn't say. I mean, they were shit. up there destroying Earth, planets, like yeah. planets. Yeah, and when yeah. they knocked everything, I was like, oops. Yeah, and then. The high priest, you see his eyes when that one hit his foot. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, even, I think they all got a sense of, you know, and they all know that what Zeno can do. So I think that's one reason why Beerus kind of freaks out. Uh, it's just ultimate respect, which Goku yeah. doesn't have. Goku. Did, Goku is the country guy that never got any formal training whatsoever. He doesn't listen to Chi-Chi. Even, like, Vegeta got to see his dad get fucked up by Beerus and Frieza. So he knows etiquette. He knows He knows how to be diplomatic and policy and stuff like that where or or Goku doesn't know shit. He learns every now and then. He shows he has the ability to, but it's something that is not second nature to him, like yeah. fighting. All he knows is like since day one, since Grandpa Gohan died, you know, they probably catch food in the morning and do all his running, chopping wood as his training, and they train all the time. So that's that's where he goes back to. Yeah. But, I mean, but, you know, all respect. You know, I, I got mad dude. respect for Goku. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I got mad love for Goku. I just don't think the stuff that Stone was saying was correct about him. No, I mean, Stone just needed to get off his dick. Yeah, that stuff wasn't good father stuff. That was like, I, you know, I'm either the last person to do it or that was a stupid-ass decision. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. So we'll take a quick pause for the cause so you can hear... Coming to you from a little bit of anime, this is Monica Robinson. And Elijah Bailey. The podcast that walks the line. It's detailed enough for some hardcore fans, but we also keep it simple for the casual new anime viewer also. To listen to our podcast or to find out more about us, our show, or to contact us, go to our official Facebook page, A Little Bit of Anime. To find us on Twitter or Instagram, go to Bitto Anime. And to find anything about us, go to www.blackandstudios.com, where you can click on our link and have access to all our shows. So we're back <laughs> from the break. Uh, Richard, I, I tricked him. We had a false comeback. I see. That's why I didn't play into it. That's why I didn't say nothing. Yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, we, we, with the way that the show is going now, I mean, you said it, and I kind of feel it. The tone of Goku is like he's just a complete idiot. And he's going, he's going, he's just going to use his strength to get what he wants. Like he's a brat. Yeah, I, I truly feel that way, which kind of sucks. When you have a character, like, it's almost like Akira's like, man, you know what, I like Vegeta more, and I hate Goku now. Yeah, and the, the way he did it, he did it so well that I think a lot of people don't even see it. Um, they just see, oh, no, Goku's always been this way. But if you look at the way Goku used to be to the way he is now, it, it just feels different. Uh, like, yeah. I haven't fully been able to, even when we were talking to it, Stone, I wasn't really fully able to put my finger exactly on different things he's done out in Super that makes him just uniquely different, but you just kind of get that, that vibe. Yeah. Speaking of vibe, I'm all caught up on um, the Flash. Gotham and Flash. Mm, nice. I'm not caught up on Gotham, but I know I did see Bruce said something that hinted towards this is the first 
part of Batman being created. Yeah. So and then they had the whole Jerome, Jerome, oh, boy, Jerome, Jerome, and the face paint. And so. what's so crazy is like I I would love to have him sit down on the show and talk to him because I want to I want to see what did he do to prepare for that role? prepare for this role because he he reminded me a lot of like. You can see different snippets of different Jokers in the past. Yeah. Like, even the way – you say you haven't seen it yet? I haven't seen all. I've seen clips. I haven't seen the complete episode yet. Okay, yeah. If I it, saw like, when he honestly, came back. Yeah, you could just actually – even if you're behind on Gotham, you can literally skip everything and start – just like right at that part, right where they showed him in the – in the he's cryogenically frozen. Oh, okay. That's where I was. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm like yeah. Right like two, two episodes out, three episodes out. I'll watch it that. today. You could see the animated Joker – with the certain things he do for the family, death in the family, you can see uh, even uh, Jared. Uh, what's his name? The Jared Leto's. Yeah, Joker. you can see like the Heath way Ledger. he. Yeah, well, uh, Jared Leto's Jer- uh, Joker. He did this laugh, and it was just like how he did in Suicide. Mm-hmm. Like that, ha ha, like this broken up type laugh. Um, and then you hear his voice mimicking Mark a lot mm, nice. on certain things. Where you're just like, wow, okay, I I, I see. Yeah, good job. There you go. The slow clap. The slow clap and the, mm, my brother. And then, uh, like I said, uh, I've, I've been watching Flash. Finally caught up on that. Uh, kind how of. You, how do you feel about Barry's attitude now? I feel like it's better now. I'm glad he's not tripping off or, or Wally West. Um, yeah. Kid Flash. I'm, and I'm glad the story is kind of making it seem like where Kid Flash is going to be ultimately faster than Flash, than Barry. Because mm-hmm. that's how it is in the comic, correct? When he, when he takes up the mantle as Flash, he becomes faster. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that means, but okay. Like Barry, <laughs> Barry is dead. Speed Force, you know, gone, and Kid Flash takes over as Flash. So he he stops wearing the the yellow uniform and wears the all red, and he takes over. And then there are several deals that because he has so much respect for Barry, he is mentally blocking himself from being faster. And then boom, he just let it go. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of like Gohan. I see. And so, so I'm I'm still watching Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've caught up on Taboo. Okay, uh, I have not started. I'm starting that today because uh, with Sam, Tom Hardy and yeah, that's, yeah. That goes dude, listen, I, cause I, I mean, we listen back to the shows, folks. Besides editing purposes, and I was listening back, and I was like, man, I got to watch that show. But uh, we started watching Santa Clarita Diet, and it's Drew Barrymore and um, God, what's the guy's name? He he played in Justified, uh, but she ends up waking up one day having stomach pain, and they're realtors. She goes to the house and throws up. Then she throws up a whole bunch more, and she ends up being a zombie. Hmm. So that's why I've been watching. Also watching, I, we talked about this last time, Jason Momoa's Frontier. And then also I've been trying to catch up on anime, but Crunchyroll is down. So if you guys are trying to watch anything new in anime, go to Crunchyroll, Funimation, Hulu. Also, uh, what did Damien that came on the show, he had Anime TV Land. You can go Kiss Anime. Net. Kiss Anime. Yeah, which they don't sponsor no fucking body. <laughs> but I know I've been watching. Uh, I just downloaded all the movies or the movie K. Okay, and then the second season. Did you, okay, and I you watched the show yet. too. Okay, I, I, I watched, I watched the first season. Yeah, I watched the first season. That looks good. I like the way they had the K's back to back. Yeah. Oh no, the first. If you haven't seen the first one, oh, no, it's, it's, fi- yeah, I was dumb legit. Um, yeah. but I downloaded a bunch of them since I'm about to go out of town. I figured it'd be good material to watch on the airplane. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, you thought the Richards were going to be gone this week? <laughs> yeah, I actually thought I was going to be gone this week, but pick I don't a move. Know, I don't know why. Bitches, I I'm here. Oh, it looks like we're uh, we got a call. All right, What's all right. up, Mike? Can you hear me, man? What's going on, man? Yeah, Doing all right? <laughs> Doing all right, man. Folks, we have the uh, most androgynous motherfucker around, Mike Martin, on the phone. Uh, Mike's That's actually... Yeah, gonna... Mike. 
Mike is going to be a guest on next week's show. I used to work with Mike at Marcon. We did some personal training together. Oh, yeah. I think I see Mike on um, on Facebook. Yeah, is he on Facebook? I'll, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he used I'm famous. Uh, yeah, he's famous because he used to go down on guys all the time. That's how he got his oh. job. <laughs> Did you ever do it for a cheeseburger? Did you ever do it for a cheeseburger? Hell no. Okay. okay. As long as you didn't do it for a cheeseburger. Well, he, did, he did it for a, a it's ba- okay. bacon, egg, and but cheese McGriddle. I got to be on my best behavior. I'm in Walmart right now. I'm in <laughs> behavior. And I'm in a long line, so I can't, I can't really go off and say what I want to say. Okay. Yeah, I, but, let him, I let him have it. I but <laughs> but uh, I called uh, Mike back earlier. Mike was supposed to be on today's show and had some, some family things that he had to do. At, at, at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Walmart. Yeah, and so um, I asked him because I was, I'm trying to give the Patreon, our guys at Patreon, a chance to um, pick some of the subjects for next month's uh, comic book battle. Because as you guys know, I'm a writer right. for my fancy sports talk. Um, that Me Mike versus everybody. Oh, and you lose, boy. You lose a, a fight at a time. I will write that. That's what's going to be my <laughs> fan fiction addiction: is how Mike Martin will lose to every superhero in DC and Marvel. But. Um, <laughs> If I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my last uh, article was Dark Side versus Thanos, and I was like, Mike, who would be a good person to go against Iron Fist? Because we have Iron Fist coming to Netflix here pretty soon, and Mike said it'd take him a couple of minutes. We, he scrolled through a couple of characters, and who'd you come up with, Mike? Uh, Raz Al Ghul. Raz Al Ghul. Oh, Raz right. and, and tell the people why, because you're a big comic book guy, so tell the people why you pick Raz. Uh, first of all, both of them are dealing with Kung Fu and Mystics. So I was like, who in the hell do I know that deals with martial arts also deals with the Mystics? Mm-hmm. And um, I couldn't think of nobody. It's for my stuff. It's for my food. Sorry, I'm in the store. My wife's talking to me. Hey, I'm on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this, anyway, is, this is better than the radio. This is the Elijah Bailey Show podcast. But I, I call it radio. I'm still old Disrespectful I'm old. motherfucker. I'm, I'm old, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that's just all stuff cellular phones uh, anyway <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's what I came up with and then you martial arts and looking at mystics so I was like yeah that's a matchup so. uh, Roz is I mean he's fought fucking Batman in the desert with no shirt on hand to hand combat using swords uh, Iron Fist is a mystic now for the new Iron Fist show that's coming uh, what do you think about who they cast as Danny Rand you know, I really don't. I didn't pay attention to that one. The people they were casting. Who did they cast? They cast the um, God damn it, the the guy that was on Game of Thrones. Uh, what's his name, Richard? Uh, you talking about Reek? No, 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 no. He was he was the the one that was gay that was uh, that had the fake marriage and that the the shadow came and killed him. Fake marriage, the fake marriage. Oh, uh, the dude. Uh, you talking about the swordsman? Hey Donald, they had a fake marriage. Uh, he, the gay dude that had a fake marriage on. Uh, you talking about the dude who married? Uh, she, she, he was old boy's little brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was he was a good swordsman, but he was super gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't uh, know his name, but I know exactly. Yeah, what you're yeah, about. yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about too. Yeah. I can't remember his his uh, his name. Damn it! And I, you know, that's what's sad is I wrote a goddamn article about it. But uh, he <laughs> he's the one that's being Iron Fist, and a lot of people were upset because oh. they didn't pick an Asian character. Oh man, come on! Everybody always mad about something. They got mad because of Ben Affleck being Batman. I like it. Yeah, I mean Ben Affleck one is a huge Batman, um, and we said this last show. A huge Batman uh, nerd. He loves Batman, but I think he did it. I mean, with Frank Miller's Batman, he was spot on, except for you know he's killing the fuck out of people. I say get a man a chance and let's see. You know he's not directing the movie anymore. Yeah, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna okay. Here's the issue. Uh, I need to use my phone right quick to pay for some of this stuff. If you can pull me back, I'm going about like ten minutes. Yeah, we can. 
Yeah, I need you to whoop okay. all 35 of your kids, Mike. <laughs> okay. All right, well, I'll call you back here in a little bit. Okay, man. This is Richard Taplin, host of Black and Studios, The Black Box. Join Elijah Bailey and myself as we explore new topics on how to self-improve ourselves and also find out about everything that's going on behind the scenes at Black and Studios. Please be sure to follow us at Black and Studios on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and also come to our website, blackandstudios.com, where you can find all of the podcasts we record here. And to find this show, just type in Black and Studios, The Black Box on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podbean, you name it. Once again, thank you for your support, and remember, it's Blackhead. But we have Mike Martin back with us. Uh, let's get Mike back on the line. See how Mike, how you doing? Like radio? Hey, what's going on? Hey, man, watch how you say my name, man. FBI might be this. Oh, ain't nobody <laughs> listening for you. They and debt collectors. <laughs> now, debt collector, we can, I can help you find Mike because we all need some money from Mike. Mike owed me about $25. Don't you, Mike? Oh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're talking about uh, Iron Fist when you left, when you had to go take care of, like, how many kids did you have with you? I got enough. <laughs> I got enough. You got, you got about uh, here I in Oklahoma. Six total. Six total here in Oklahoma. Yeah. How, and where else? No, got, no, no, it's, no it's, five, it's five here. Five here, and then where's the yeah. other one? One in Georgia. Yeah, so oh, Mike, he, yeah, he got the NBA team. He he, yeah. he got he got the starting lineup in the six man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you hadn't really heard who they cast for Iron Fist yet, right? Yeah, I hadn't heard it until you just told me. It's gonna be Finn Jones. Damn, it, I'm mixing up. The, I think I, I think you can pull it off. It's Finn, but he's gonna be in there as Iron Fist, and so. You were saying before that you know people were making causing a ruckus about him being white instead of Asian. I think people now are saying that since they're taking liberties in the comics, like the new Superman is Asian, um, Bruce Banner's Asian. That I mean, they should take a, a character that, that is immersed in the Asian culture and just make him Asian. This is going to get real diverse. Yeah. Hey, Donna told me to tell you. We thought we said Rosal Gould. Yeah. She says Damian Dark. Damien Dark versus Iron Fist. The reason she said that is because he's more superior to Rather Go being as old as he is. That and is he's true. also in the martial arts and the mystics. All right. Yeah, that is that is a good one. That's gonna be my next write up because and I, and I do like Damien Dark. Have uh you guys are caught up on the CW shows, took right? My damn sign. You took my sign. They gonna they gonna go with the Damien Dark. <laughs> Yeah, are you guys all caught up on the Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl? Hey, yep, yep, we're all caught up on that. See, uh, wait, not, let, let me ask you a question, Mike. Uh, yeah. How long do you think Legends of Tomorrow will last? Like, like which one of all these you think would be the first one to die off or get canceled? Arrow. You so okay? So you, you think Legends of Tomorrow? Wait, wait, gonna... no, no. Let me tell the back. Sorry, sorry, Supergirl. Supergirl. Oh yeah, Supergirl is with them now. That's right. She she is on CW. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She, she, I don't like it. So, what is it about Supergirl that you just you? you I know you watch it just because you're a fan of of the whole uh, universe. But what is it about it, Supergirl, that you just like? Is it the acting? Is it the, the the character, the acting, the storyline, the everything is the whole nine. Mm. You don't like the world that they're trying to build. Yeah, I don't like her. I mean, <laughs> look, 
especially her. She just that doesn't work, man. Mm, I know, Melissa. Melissa. And, and, and then you also said Arrow next. Uh, so what's up with it with um, Oliver Queen? Is it just you don't the, think they're changing the tone of Arrow? Is it just too drama filled? Just feel like a bunch of whiny <sighs> bitches. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take that back. Too. I'm sorry, I apologize, Arrow. <laughs> he, it, that, it was slow at first. It was very slow. I didn't really get into it. Then as the storyline started progressing, and he started to change. And okay, then he, he did catch my attention. He did. He did. You just, like seeing arrow, him, flesh, so. you, you just like seeing a man in leather, tight ass leather pants, <laughs> and be on that salmon ladder going up and down. But I mean, they've changed. Like I think Arrow is one of the reasons why. Because I I found out that Black Lightning is not coming to Fox where Gotham is, but they're going to put it on CW. And I think mm. with them adding uh, Wild Dog or Mad Dog, was it Wild Dog or Mad Dog? Well, well, that's the argument because in the book there's Wild Dog, then there's also Mad Dog. But they're not the same person. Yeah, so I'm not sure which one, but whichever one, they have him on the show. They have the the brand new uh, metahuman Black Canary, and then they also have uh, Mister Terrific on the show. I think that which Lenny, they, I wish they would change him. I think they're going to. I think his, uh, you know, the husband leaving all that other stuff. I think he's about to get. You know, he's, he's he going to be like way spoke. better than that in the book. In Man, the book, he was a better character. They all got to start somewhere, is what I say, dude. They all got because I love the actor that plays him, but I'm just like, come on, man, let's get to the point where you're, you know, fucking up people. Because uh, still in the in the show, he's still like an Olympic athlete, but he's not really showcasing most of those skills. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a transformation of Oliver being a loner to actually being optimistic and having hope and becoming that Green Arrow that we know that's like quick witted, almost like a Spider Man in the DC universe. No, okay, okay. What about uh, like, that, like, like, I like the Flash. I'm a huge fan of that. I like that one. That's yeah. my. That's my. I got you on the Flash, dude. When yeah, we're working I, out, I think I'll have to agree with you, Mike. I, uh, I think Flash is Arrow's. What kind of got me into I guess, it? Into it, yeah. And then Flash is what kept you after season two of Arrow. I kind of it just felt like it started getting too emotional. Like everybody, yeah. like it was just what was me, man. Yeah, everybody was bitching. Yeah. Like, Sometimes. Yeah, he, it took a minute. It Man, took a minute for me like, to get some. I, I can go back and watch like <laughs> real world of whatever. <laughs> if I want to watch some grown folks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everybody loves Flash. I mean, Flash is is gone to a new place, and now they have uh, the lady coming to get HR. You know, he's a, he's an yeah. outlaw from his. Yeah, did, did you watch that whole episode? No, I'm getting okay. I'm getting on it today. Yeah, I haven't seen it. That was, that was a pretty decent episode. See, but I like the fact that she could stop Flash. You know, like they show that other people have resources to stop a speedster. And yeah, no spoiler, but she, uh, she's a viber like uh like Cisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she meets him, and is she gonna? I don't want to. I don't. I'll watch it today. Yeah. But I like the way that CW is is doing their stuff. I think that Greg Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg and the rest of the team that are working on these shows are trying to keep kind of with a theme because I know that you defended all the DC movies, and I wanted you to go into that a little bit as well, uh, Mike. But I think yeah. that they're trying to make the shows, some of them have humor and make them a little bit lighter, but also base them in reality like uh, like uh, they, they're doing with the DC films. So you're the big picture for all the DC films. Go ahead and break it down for us. So tell you, tell me why these movies are perfect the way they are and they're leading up to something real big. Because of Flashpoint and Injustice. Okay. Those two. Yeah. All right, so... You got the Batman versus Man. Everybody hated it. They said it was everywhere. Well, it's supposed to be everywhere. Look at this. It's uh, when the flash pops up. He 
takes Batman into a vision of seeing like uh, what is that? The Injustice. I don't know if you've been keeping up with Injustice over yeah. there. Yeah, where okay. Superman kills Joker because he got tricked into killing Lois and their baby. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. So he saw that reality. That's one one of the uh, one Earth, possible like, reality. Yeah, one possible Earth. So at the same time, the Flash is running around because he's stuck in the time stream trying to find the regular one. Gotcha. Um, so he's trying to find Prime Earth, but he's going to multiple, like Earth 2, Earth 3, and all these yeah. other different Earths. Okay. He, he made a statement that he was in the wrong. He was like, this, I'm too early. Or he said I was too early or something like that, he said. Yeah. So when you go into the whole story, you're looking at Thomas Wayne. Uh, there was an involvement with Thomas Wayne. Mm-hmm. That's why he, you know, I, I don't know if he come up with the books yet, too. Like recently, the Rebirth. No, I haven't okay, read any of the Rebirth stuff yet. You know, Watchmen falling all into play and everything else. So that's why the story, even though it seems like it's everywhere, it's actually getting to a point. It's getting to a point of multiple universes. And I don't even think that that universe that they're showing now is the solid universe. I think this is like an alternate deal. Hmm, they can take DC anywhere. That would be nice. Because we said this when uh, Flash actually went back in time for the CW. Like, why not use Grant Gustin? And then you have multiple Flashes traveling this timeline to go to these different yeah. Earths, different universes. So that makes sense if the one that we saw for Batman v Superman is going to be different. Um, because we've already seen clips and stuff of Justice League. But what if we get to Justice League point two and it's another group of heroes, it's another Batman? Because at one point in time, I think for Earth 2, Thanos sent Steppenwolf there, and then, uh, not Thanos, but Darkseid, and yeah. he killed Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman and was able to take over Earth 2. So this would be good for them to do because now you can have as many movies as you need with different realities of the Justice League that we know and love with different conflicts. So you can have, you can reach you know everybody that, that loves your brand. I think that's pretty smart. I never thought of it. I never thought that they were going to do that. I just thought, I was like, okay, you know, Flash is going to come back. Yeah, and then we're seeing this clips of, you know, Apocalypse. Uh, and I think that's what that's instead of being the sun in the background, Apocalypse was the planet that Bruce looked up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he had the, the mm-hmm. duster on. I'm like, okay, so that means Darkseid is trying to take over Earth. He's fighting, and somehow uh, Superman is. Well, that was the whole point of the they flipped the situation. Mm-hmm. There's a point on there where I finally got with him out of nowhere. Sorry, y'all. But uh, there's a part where. I think it's on the extended version. They oh, yeah. show a parademon. He has a mother box. Mm-hmm. That looks no dark side is already involved. Well, Superman, I mean, Superman, Lex Luthor got exposed to whatever it is that he had, which was driving him crazy. So at the very end of the movie, he's acting like he's insane. Gotcha. Yeah. Too much information. Too mm-hmm. much information. He said he's coming. He's hungry. He's coming. Dark side is coming. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense now. Yep. Because that lends to a bigger story than just we had Man of Steel one, and we were we were told this was Man of Steel two, but Man of Steel two will come later down the road. But no, this is just a buddy deal. Like Batman and Superman, they bond after they know the mother is Martha, and then they're doing this. And Wonder Woman doesn't really want to help anybody; she's just trying to figure stuff out. And then mm-hmm. Lex Luthor, just because he's the richest person on the planet, he gets to name all the superheroes. That makes more sense now if he's getting. He kind of like exposed like Cyborg, except for he didn't get, it didn't explode on him to where it ruined his body. And he had to use the alien technology to become fused with the mother box and several other deals. So what if, what if DC did this? What if they use the TV, the the movies 
Yeah, and the comic all in the one as different universes. You have the DC universe of a different universe on TV, but sure. then there's another universe, but they can even cross paths. Yeah. So you can have TV Flash and the movie Flash cross paths because they're different universes. Yeah. If DC was smart enough to do that, <laughs> dude, that would be one. so badass to yeah. have the Flash Barry Allen coming mm-hmm. to a different universe. Ezra Miller. Yeah. yeah. Barry that Allen. Would, exactly. With the rebirth, yeah. Barry Allen. That that would be badass. That mm-hmm. would be like I would. I it was just one of those moments. You, you like you look at uh, at one of them like, okay, I, yeah, I see what you yeah. did. Okay, <laughs> player, y'all took it to a how another level. See if they did that, I, you know how many people would fucking take off a Marvel shirt and put on a DC shirt? Like oh, not my a heartbeat God. because then everything would make sense. Yeah, because right now, like I, nothing I, makes I, sense. Yeah, I don't have the I have the extended version, but I haven't watched it yet. So that makes sense if if he is influenced by Darkseid and he knows this impending doom mm-hmm. is coming and he took those steps and precautions because it did seem kind of scattered. But this is the deal that I like. If you have a movie that's that long with that much information, it makes it seem shorter. But when it cut, I mean, with DC having to cut the, the runtime and cut out different scenes and stuff, it made it seem like, well, what what the fuck is this? So yeah, the, other, the other messed up part is this. People getting it wrong. He looked at the painting. Lex Luthor looked at the painting. And he said, "The devil is not below us, but you know, basically, he's above us." Yeah, I'm talking about dark. Side. Everybody thinks they think about Superman. Are yeah. oh, you going further than that? You going further than that? He's talking about the one that's up there, that's dark side. Yeah. Mm. Which dark side? Based off my article, folks, which you should go read at myfantasysportstalk.com. He's a he is a bad motherfucker. Dark side mm-hmm. has done. Dark side start off. Even if you're doing the new Fifty Two Dark Side, where he was a farmer. He got pissed off at the old gods because they only cared about themselves and didn't care about the destruction happening to the planet. He went up, he climbed their mountain, whispered in all their ears to trick Let them. As, something, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. While they, were, while they were asleep, had them fight a war, and then once they were all beaten and battered, killed them one by one to take their power and become dark side. And dark. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to give you guys a little snippet of the article. Like there's a there's a uh, a little place where Darkseid and Thanos is talking, and, and my whole concept was Thanos comes down on his throne, and uh, he just smiles. Then he yells out, he says, uh, Darkseid, God of evil, the Lord of apocalypse, I, Thanos, call you down. Before his echo finished ringing across the planet, Darkseid comes out through a, a boom tube right in front of him, and um, basically what Thanos said is, he's like, I, want, I need to conquer you for my love, Mistress Death. And at the end of it, Darkseid just says, he's like, you may be doing this for your love, but I command death, you know, because mm-hmm. he is the ultimate conqueror based off of what he has done to to get to where he is. Like Dar- Thanos has done bionic implants. He's done mysticism and sorcery, and he's still not on that same level as Darkseid because Darkseid doesn't have to appease death. Darkseid just wants death. He wants everything to be under his thumb. So. Dude, if DC, so he don't need no hug. No, he don't need no. He he's the one. That, he's the he's the one that doesn't give a fuck. Mm. So Thanos needs that hug. Thanos, I'm I'm giving it up to him. He fucking in, he had a baby with the with death. He made death a physical embodiment of what he wanted in a woman, and they had a they had a baby it was rot, and then he ended up killing this guy. I mean, he's killed what three? Mike, how many families has Thanos killed? Like three? Yeah, he don't kill about three families yeah. that I know of. To, wow. to all appease death. But when you're obsessed and trying to appease somebody else, you're not thinking, I think you lose sight of your own ambition. So uh, if you guys are paying attention, I think you know who I thought won that, that battle. 
But uh, if DC is doing this with Darkseid and having these multiple universes with TV, and I mean, again, with the way the ratings are with the shows, you, you're like, why are they adding Black Lightning? Maybe this is a diversity move. But they're expanding their universe on CW and between Fox to make sure that we include everybody because Gotham, uh, was it Gotham High School, Gotham High? What's that comic, Mike, where they're all in school? Uh, Go- that's, uh, Gotham Academy. Gotham Academy, yeah. That's what we could say that Gotham is right now. You know, a little bit of that, a little bit of, um, you know, some detective comics, a little bit of, you know, they're mixing up their universe. So you can have all these different continuities to pull from, but they all are in the same universe, which Marvel's not doing right now. Marvel's has Netflix and they have their cinematic universe, which are getting ready to cross paths. But DC sets this deal up for, for movies, for the cinematic extended universe. They have their animated universe. They have the CW television universe. And then they have the DC Rebirth that just came out. I mean, that, that seems like a winning formula. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Rebirth. Dude, I've I've not gone on Rebirth, but I have not heard a bad thing about Rebirth yet. No, I've been reading them like crazy, man. Here's a, here's a bad part. I'm talking all the DC talk. I just started reading DC last year. <laughs> I didn't read DC. I didn't read DC prior to that. I was a Marvel fan all the way. It wasn't until Rebirth, well, Dark Side War. The art looked so good that I was like, you know, I want to read this book just to see what's up. And by the time I started, I didn't stop. And then it took me to this place and to that place. And I was grabbing this book and that book. And then the Watchmen got involved somewhere. And I was yes. like, hold on, wait a minute. Yes, I heard about that. I was like, I'm stuck. So right now, each main book that you got from Teen Titans to the regular Titans to whoever, they throw a hint of somebody new. They say something about Manhattan in one book. They say something about another one in, in another book. And I'm just like, okay, who is, who is Dr. Oz? Is that that the Armadia guy, who is that? So I'm just all over it right now. Man. So if DC can change the mind of Mike Martin, a lifelong Marvel fan, to switch over to DC. And 1989. 1989, when I was but a Marvel child. Dude. <laughs> and, and have it kind of fill out this story of four different realities within our basic like because think of it this way we have four different presentations tv film animated tv comic books in our one reality that we're having to put together not to make sense of it but just to combine it all so it makes Mm -hmm. one cohesive story so i mean either mike's right or mike is the real fucking writer and mike (laughs) needs to be writing for dc and getting jobs and everything i'll go right there with him i'll be your bodyguard i don't even write no more i'll just be a bodyguard But um, be like uh, Brown. That's right. I'll pick out my hair, have my afro, and some bell bottoms on, whooping everybody's ass. What'd you say about Mike Martin? But I mean, that sounds that changes that changes my whole thought process now. That makes me want to go go and see that extended version. What about Suicide Squad, Mike? Suicide Squad. Let's get into that one. Um, before I go there, there's something I did want to say. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to your dark side versus Thanos, uh, right quick. You won't yeah. get wrong. Okay. <laughs> I had I, I couldn't pick between either one either one because of the fact that there's two scenarios. Scenario one, Thanos cannot beat Dark Side in a straight up fight. Yep. Straight up he can't do it. Thanos with the gauntlet, yeah. Game over. Instantly. I mean like there's no talk about it's game over within a few seconds. That dude I think it was uh what was it? I didn't know I don't know which one was it. Uh, whatever one that was that he got he had he had all rings on his hand. He had every last one of them. Oh, yeah. And he destroyed that half dude the just said, Yeah, he just said, I don't want to be here no more. Everybody was dead. All superheroes were dead. Everybody died. Yeah. 
the only reason they came back because he messed up. Adam Warlock. He got so he no, he got mad at Death, Lady Death. Oh uh, yeah. Because and he brought somebody he brought this other woman, he brought her back to life. And she was like his little zombie woman that she just did whatever he said do. But when she was watching him fighting all the heroes and she saw what that damn what that gloves could do, she was just waiting for her opportunity to take it. So that she could do whatever she wanted to do to come back to herself and get revenge basically. Yeah. She took that damn glove and she had it. So Lady Death and Thanos had to get it back from her. They got it back from her. I think Adam Warlock got involved some kind of way, but mm-hmm. I can't remember how. I don't remember the, the details. But they did get it back. They did get the glove. They put everybody back the way they were. But he basically killed everybody. He won for a few seconds. Yeah. They brought everybody back, put everybody in place. And Thanos just kind of showed that he had a soft side because he just left. He gave Adam Warlock the glove, and he was like, I'm just going to go out here on my own. Now, and it was a strange scenario, but he ended up being on this little abandoned planet by himself, like a little monster. He's a farmer, yeah. Like, yeah, and he that, felt bad. And that story, I mean, that's that's still a great story. But they, um, I can't remember the writer's name. He said he works for Marvel and said that that has no actual place in the continuity. It was like a standalone. But that right there, it was one of mm-hmm. the deals. I took what I did. I took away the Infinity Gauntlet. I took away his his stasis rifle that he used on Thor whenever Thor had the gym. Um, and I also took away Apocalypse or Darkseid's anti-life equation, and then his weakness to Radeon, just to have them fight mm. straight up. Now, mm. ooh, that's a good one. What if Dark Thanos? And this will be because we're we're running out of time. But what if Thanos had the stasis rifle, and Darkseid had the anti-life equation? Darkseid still wins. Why? If he has an anti-life equation, okay, this dude got this rifle, he can use it, that's fine, but an anti-life equation. Um, the only thing I know, I don't, I can, I can never really pin down, that it's just me, dark side power. It's about as bad as me trying to pin down Dr. Doom's ability, because it's just like, it's always something new every time I turn around. Yeah. Thanos, on the other hand, he kind of seems like he's just extremely strong, powerful, like he's just all around or whatever. But he just don't have that something about, I can't really say about Darkseid. He just seems to be like, like it's always something new about him. Like he just ain't never tapped deep into his real abilities yet. Like he just does something new every time. Yeah. That's why I'm fighting the, uh, the anti-monitor. He's fighting the anti-monitor. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was up to like a, pretty much a damn standstill. This man calls out Black Racer. And I'm like, well, damn. And then he uses fashionist, all kind of crap. And I'm like, holy shit. So it just... Yeah. yeah, he's his his potential because, and this is one of the deals that I made an argument for. Thanos has a, a disability; he sometimes subconsciously loses. Mm-hmm. You know, he lets his emotions get the better of, of him, or he doesn't see Mistress Death for a while and has this longing to get her back to prove yeah. to her. Like when he killed all the Titans, he took over the planet, and she took note of that because he went. He left and stole a ship from the Titans and went and built his army that came back and destroyed everybody. And I think that's his deal. He needs a reward at the end of it. And if he doesn't see one, you know, from whatever he's doing, or maybe maybe that's his – because he has a super genius intelligent, yet Darkseid is still smarter, and Darkseid has composure over his emotions where he doesn't let any of that shit bother him. So and He don't love nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't love death. He don't love shit, but conquering and himself and pain. Yeah, and that's what me and Richard say. There's two kind of villains. What are they, Richard? You got the bad guys that all they really do need is a hug. 
Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Darth Vader. All, all, all the boy wanted was that's really all hug. That's all he <laughs> needs. And then you got those motherfuckers out there who just really gives no fucks. <laughs> and that's Darkseid right there. Yeah, Darkseid definitely is one of those villains out there. They he he look at him like, oh, yeah, uh... No, nah, I, I truly don't give a fuck about none of y'all. Why are you doing not this for? Not, not even his own kids. Yeah, I, I'm really just trying to do this to get my nut in, and yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep it pushing. <laughs> but I'll be back tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, because and you're, like, like, you're, like, Thanos can grab Lady, he can grab Lady Death. And her, Thanos, I mean, not Thanos, but uh, Darkseid can use her as leverage. Thanos ain't got no leverage over him. But you can't hold shit over his head. No, he can't at all, because he'll say, I got, uh, you know, I got Orin, or I got this. He said, you know, Darkseid got that voice. I don't give a fuck. And just kill everybody. But this was another deal. Like, even without all of that stuff, pound for pound, if Darkseid shot his Omega Beams, one at Thanos and one at his chair, Thanos would move mm. out of the way. He'd blow up his chair. And without that chair, Thanos can't teleport and he can't fly. He can only levitate. So as he charges towards Darkseid, Darkseid could grab him, teleport somewhere, and leave him out there. And that's it. He can't get back unless somebody, unless he hijacks somebody to come back. And who knows, you know, both of them have like this omnipotent knowledge for everything. So, what if Darkseid puts him where there's no life at all? Thanos is just stuck there until Darkseid decides he comes back. Darkseid, I mean, okay, that's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And Richard, after hearing all that, I'm I'm educated. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show, Mike. I can't wait to have you in the studio next week. And we're gonna give Richard a call, so we're just gonna uh, flip the tables. Richard's gonna be. I'm gonna be so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I but... will be there, sir. And don't bring your kids up here. Hide your kids. I hide your wife. Bring your last one of them. No, no, we can't have. We can't have. <laughs> we it. got a little video game room in there. They can so, play. You see, you're telling them too much right now. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Mike. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Oh, shoot, no problem. As a matter of fact, next weekend, man, we can go up uh, the Suicide Squad. I know you brought it up, and I took you all away from that. But... Hey, okay, we'll talk about Suicide Squad. We'll talk about what what DC is doing with it, what you like, what you might not have liked, and where people are getting it wrong. Brought to you by my, I smell a podcast, Richard. Man. Dude, like, I smell Mike Martin. Man, he, he, he just killed the whole comic book world, man. Dude. Like, Oh, Balls that's that's a, that shit, dude. Okay, those are the titles. It's either uh, I was gonna say Eminem something, but fuck that. It's either kill, I'm glad you yeah. said fuck that. Well, shit. I had some shit on the, on the yeah, back end, but yeah. killing the, the back killing end. the comic book world with Mike Martin. Or balls deep in the comics with Mike Martin. <laughs> get, get, getting your pages wet with Mike Martin. There we go. It's been said on the, it's been said on the show, so it shall happen. But Mike, I will give you a call after we're done. Uh, after we wrap up the show, man. Gotcha. All right. Bye. All right, man. Y'all take care. All right, you too. too. Folks, that was Mike Martin, one of my good friends, coming on the show to talk a little bit about comics. He'll be back next week. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. Dude. If you guys are talking about Suicide Squad next week, go ahead and call me up. for I, I'll throw my time, my two cents two on cents that. Two cents in? Okay. I really don't got too many cents when it comes to... To comics comic. just yet. It yeah. makes sense. It's nothing bad. I enjoy listening. No. Like, I, oh, yeah. You, I, should, you, look you know like me. You, candy didn't, store yeah, man, there, you like, didn't talk shit. plenty of time where you're just educating me on the comic book world. I just... You know, I'm just now trying to get reading on manga. No, comics, I know. Yeah. yeah, it's a vast voyage. There's just a lot of stuff that goes into to manga and to comics, and trying to get the backstory and what issue goes with what or crossovers like Noblesse. Noblesse has this whole Asian Japanese comic continuity, but then they only have what two or three movies out. Mm. So, but that's the oh yeah yeah sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh but yeah that's today's show for you folks i mean we wouldn't i wanted to call up mike because he couldn't make it and then we made plans for next week but mike is uh somebody that i talk to quite frequently about comics entertainment stuff like that but mainly comics i think mike when we used to go out and train to the gym we were, we were playing fantasy football but other than that Comics, 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 making stuff for, and I think Mike is into anime as well, so we could bring up some DBZ mm, stuff. Nice. I, I feel like now that I'm, produ- you know, producing Krillnet and that we have a little bit of anime, I think I bring up Dragon Ball Z a lot more than what I feel like I want to. <laughs> but I mean, the last night's episode. I mean, that's changed that's, my mind on Goku. And plus, Dragon Ball Z, you can't go it's, wrong with yes, bringing it up. I it's mean, it's, it's yeah, it's a lot. This keeps Brett listening. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, Goku kind of act like a brat, man. And this is what you can do. You can send your emails to, and we'll actually, you know, the poll's going to be up on Patreon. You can go to www.patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show with the W. Or you can send an email to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. Now, my fantasy sports talk you can see my article, Dark Side vs. Thanos, what we talked about towards the end of the show, on my Facebook page, Elijah Bailey. It's actually a public, public figure page. Or at the Elijah Bailey Show page on Facebook, and you can go at the bottom of the page and vote yourself who you think win. Now, me and Mike kind of gave you all our information, but if you have a case, leave it in the comments of the article. Leave it on my page so I can respond back to you. I like being interactive, engaging. Where can people find you, Richard? Black in Studios, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can definitely email us at podcast at Black in Studios. And remember, if you're an Amazon shopper, Go to our uh, website, blackinstudios.com. It's still up right now. And click on one of the links. They don't charge you anything extra. They actually just uh, you know, send a little bit back to the studio to help out with uh, costs and everything like that. The new website is being designed right now. That's pretty much all I've been focusing on this whole week is trying to get some bare minimum stuff done for then Jim, Jim Smith can come in and kind of help me polish it. Um, but, yeah. I will be gone next week. You guys are yes. going to call me, and I'm going to be drunk. So, Yeah, <laughs> but you won't really be gone. I mean, physically you'll be gone, but from the show you'll still be here. There's only been one show where Richard was gone, and that was with Megawatt Cosplay. Episode 48, folks, go check it out. I like how I remember that stuff. Mm-mm. Didn't it's, even check it out. It's, it's, this is you. I mean, yeah, it is me. If you don't remember it, then that's when I'm like looking at you like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck, dude? All right, quit fucking up. But weirdo. it's all it's all for Patreon. <laughs> we give you all the exclusive shit. Fucking weirdo. But again, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Elijah Bailey Show. That's S H O without the W. Hit us up on Facebook at the Elijah Bailey Show official Facebook page. Send your emails to ElijahBaileyShow at gmail.com and go to Patreon. Anything that you donate, same thing as Amazon. It adds a little bit of a kickback to the show. And plus it helps out. I mean, you know, this is... It's not cheap. This ain't cheap. This is work for us. Um, We're doing it because we understand you apparently like us and... We enjoy talking and enjoy and sharing this conversation with you guys. So, with other you know, people it, that have our interests, yeah. And if you just get like a uh, just a few extra bucks, you know, it's not like you're just donating to just donate. You know, we're we're going to be working harder for you, for you can get a better return on your money. Yeah. And you know, we just really appreciate it. Yes, we do. Ah, I couldn't have said it better, Richard. And with that, this is the Elijah Bailey Show, and I will see you in the next podcast. Hey folks, it's Elijah Bailey back at the end of the show again for the Bailey Nation to tell you what to what to listen to, what to read, what to watch, who to thank, who to love. So for podcast of the week, we have the Ric Flair Show, formerly known as 
Woo Nation. Now it is on iTunes. You can find this show. It says, join the 16-time world heavyweight champion, the nature boy Ric Flair, and Robert Flores as they talk wrestling and sports with some of the biggest names in the game. Go find this podcast. I enjoyed Woo Nation when it was around, and now I'm listening to the Ric Flair Show. So go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave them a review, and have fun with Ric Flair and Robert. Cosplay of the week, guys, is Kitty Raw, a.k.a. Stephanie Miller. You can find her on Instagram. That is at K-I-T-T-I underslash R-A-H. She's done some amazing cosplay. She's done Mortal Kombat cosplay, Batman cosplay as Catwoman, Harley Quinn. She's also done the Miles Morales Spider-Man, so go check her out. Again, that's Instagram at K-I-T-T-I underslash R-A-H. And Manga of the Month is Samurai Ragazzi. That's R-A-G-A-Z-Z-I. You can find that on Zingbox Manga or on Unica Manga. And Anime of the Month is Attack on Titan coming this April 2017. You can find Season 1 on Crunchyroll, Funimation, even Hulu. And if you must put yourself through it because you're a true Attack on Titan fan, you can watch both of the live-action films they have. I'm Elijah Bailey. I will see you guys in the next podcast.